You're on the dock with Pastor Troy here. We're in studio. We're having a good time today. We're going to take you out as we always do. We're going to get you out there, out of the shallows. Guys, that's our credo. We're going to get people out of the shallows into the deep. We're going to propel people into their faith. We want people to explode out of their roles of just sitting around as Christians, hanging out. We want them to not just hang out. We want them to get their families out in the world and make a difference for Jesus Christ. That's our main goals, guys. I got in studio with me. I got Riley Swinford. He is the editor and he's the general manager of the Swinford Media Empire. Empire. His dad left. You know, his dad left. You know, I, I could tell you why he left. The, the thing was, I just wanted him to give me some of those locks. I mean, I've got this short hair. He's got. He, 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 I wouldn't really be called a mullet because he, he's he, he's right. got he's got party on the front and the back going on. His party's going on everywhere. What, what's strange about your dad is I can talk about your dad now. He's gone. I've known your dad a long time. So. Uh, I, maybe that because, I mean, back in our youth pastor days, we couldn't do that. Shane Bishop was one of our youth pastors in our area. He grew long here in the back. He had a mullet back in the day. And mullets are in. Mullets are back. You yeah. can do mullets. We need to do a story on mullets are back. They are back. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm thinking about growing one. I just don't know how. So I, I was going to see if I could borrow some of the extensions. I, he didn't have extensions, but I wanted to turn some of your, your dad's beautiful hair into extensions. I would put it on the back of my hair, and I could do a little mullet action. But, I think he'd look great. And he ran. I mean, I, I came at him with some clippers, and he, he left the studio in just a little, I mean, I wouldn't say it was a huff, but, you know, in fear for his locks. But uh, it was good to have your dad in the studio. Your dad's a great guy. Good to see you guys able to work together and, and, and just to see your family working together. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. And, Rachel, yeah, it just seems like you fit in. You fit, you're like peanut butter and jelly in this bunch, so. Oh, for sure. I can I can tell that. We're we're back uh, on the dock. Let me give you let me get people orientated. I didn't do a good job with that. We're on the dock. We're on YouTube, uh, iTunes, Spotify. You can also find us in Google Podcasts, Facebook, Roku, Rumble, and SermonNet. Those are all our platforms. But we want you to watch us on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify are our main platforms. Find those there. You can also reach out to social media to us and speak to us. Give us some comments. Share those things that are happening. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Telegram. Your dad Bill thought we were still sending telegrams. I mean that, that's how ancient he is. He came over on the Titanic, you know, you know, that's bad. Hey, when you find our platforms, hit the subscribe, the notify, the like, uh, the share comments, please do that and let other people know about that and, and, and communicate back with us. When you, when you like those things and share those things, it helps the word get out and you can be a partner with us on Patreon, go to Patreon and you can find our site at on the dock with pastor Troy and become a partner or a sponsor. We'll be doing so much more with that in the days ahead. And you can always find all information about us at on the dock.org. You can find our viewer. You can watch us actually there on our website. We got a viewer. You can go there and watch us. You can find all of the links to all of our platforms as well. So if you don't know what a telegram is, we'll teleport you to telegram, help you get started there. And you can also find out about our link to Patreon as well. Do you guys have to do all that? Do you have to get people around? There's so many markets now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's, there's something for everyone, whether it's our black and white print products or, uh, <laughs> you know, some people are Facebook people, Twitter, everyone's got their presence. You guys got, I'm, we're talking about your presence here just a minute. You got great presence. I, I was on your website and clicked around and got all over the place. So, if, hey, if you got questions, you want to find out how to how to get to us, info at onthedoc.org. We're in the studio again with, uh, this time, we lost the publisher, so we got rid of the old guy. So let me bring up our incredible team there. We got Rachel Stroud and Riley Swinford in the studio. Uh, Riley is the, as I said, the editor and general manager, and Rachel is the on-air personality anchor, works in Swinford Media Group, does all kinds of work for them. Just amazing work, and she's most noted for being my co-host for a Family Fun Day <laughs> virtual event. This last year was like we should have gotten an Emmy last year because we raised. We, we went from thirty-four thousand to almost seventy-three thousand dollars in a crisis where people couldn't leave the house. We got twice as much, and this year we're coming back. We're gonna this year have a live event. With the full virtual event, it's going to be a combo event. We're going to have to be careful. You guys are going to have to start signing glossies. People are going to start <laughs> for asking sure. for Family Fun Day host autographs. Yeah, you can come this year. It's Sunday, September 12, 1230 to 6 o'clock. I don't have the promo yet. We'll do it later. But you can come out, and guess what? You'll see – you can see Rachel at work this year. Last year we had no audience. We had camera people pointing at us and producers wow. and people running around. And we just were talking to nobody but you on a camera. This year we'll have real people. So you can come see her. Maybe you can get her autograph or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> we're excited to come back for this I know. I know. I know. I, I'm excited too. I can't, I can't wait to work with you guys. And it's a good cause to see oh, for sure. so yeah. many people have been fed. And to be honest with you, we would not – 
have survived as an organization feeding people in this whole Heron Marion area. Uh, we fed almost 90,000 meals last year. We wouldn't have been able to do that without you guys partnering with us and kind of almost like Heron House of Hope uh, development coordinator you guys would be because <laughs> you guys got the word out every time we had a need, every, every report we put out. And, and guys, to be honest with you, it generated income. Big yeah, time. That's awesome. We, we lost churches because they weren't in session, and we needed to bypass who we normally get our funds for, and you guys got right to your right to your audience. You got us to the people of, of Heron and Marion and Carterville, and, and you know what? They answered the bell. People here step up. You saw that at Marion United, too. Oh, for sure. Too. Yeah. Well, we're yeah. honored to be the We like having it as there. part of our new yearly calendar to, to something yeah. to look forward to. Yeah. I got can't. another project in the works. We're looking forward to at Christmas time, Troy. So we'll, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll be, have you back in studio when we get closer to that, yeah. and we'll, we'll we'll do a whole session on Christ event and our partners there. It's going to be great. We're, I mean, it is a happening place around here right now. I yeah. mean, I, I need two of me. I need to be cloned. <laughs> I need to be cloned here. So we're in studio. We're going to work on it. Is our 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 coveted round table discussion part three. So we're going to be a little free and loose here. We got rid of the old man. Bill's gone with his incredible hair. I'm just going to give you a shot here. This this is the this is Bill Swinford. He is the publisher of the Swinford Media Group. I call it the Swinford Media Empire because they have just got such a presence here in Williamson County. And it you know, there's not like bad evil Darth Vader music. This is like <laughs> the good music, you know. This is really positive. This is like you get Superman music for this kind of work. You guys are doing great, great Thank work. You. So thanks, Troy. All right, so let's get into this round table discussion. I've got some starter questions here to get us started. And uh, then from there we'll we'll see what other hijinks or trouble we can get ourselves into. All right, first question. I want to hear we're gonna go town by town. You guys have a presence in Heron through the independent Um, you have a presence in the Marion uh, through the Marion star and the Marion star live, which is broadcast through all these areas. Uh, You have a presence through the Carterville uh, courier newspaper and the Heron independent. So you get four different newspapers, correct? The three, three, Marion, Heron, Carterville. Marion, Heron, okay, I got how'd I get four in there? And then the Marion Star Live. The Star Live, I got the Star, yeah, 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 it's on life. So so take the three papers. Number one, I just asked the question, you got to produce three papers every week? Every Tuesday, same day. <laughs> they all publish the same exact time. I mean, who's, I mean, I have to be honest with you. Why not, like, Monday one, Tuesday one, Wednesday one? Well, there is a lot of crossover between the three. So Williamson yeah. County, like we talked about, on our last podcast when we were here, um, Williamson County Board, for example, um, would be crossover, Johnny Logan College, what's going on um, with some of the schools. You know, there is the churches, you know, where you guys are at right here. You draw from We're all three, three. So, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we try to um, give stories on the front page that are interest specifically to those communities. But throughout our pages, you'll see uh, marriage licenses for all of Williamson County, for example, or um, coming events because – People in Marion might want to go to something that's going on in Carterville. If there's a car show going on at the Heron Park, you know, people in Marion might drive over for that or vice versa. So there is a lot of, you know, crossover. A Marion team plays a Heron team in sports or things like that. So it does kind of But then when you get to city council news, I mean, people in Marion don't want to know what happened at the Carterville city council. True, true. And, you know, we try to, instead of, people are like, why don't you guys just save paper and print just one Williamson County? But there is a lot of still mm. old rivalries there and, and a lot of blood, bad blood there and, and a lot of you know personal pride having your own hometown I paper. like it. I like and it. So uh, we try to um, individualize and, and specialize a little bit between the three. I like it. So when you do the Marion Star Life, I know I know Marion is the happening place now. Yeah, but we'll Are touch you, on stuff from all three. From all three in the area. Yeah. I, I see that when I see the viewing too. So and What's cool about it is Community Faith Church out here where we, where we host here on the pastor here the we sit in the middle we at the crossroads and and so to speak and we literally have about a third of our congregation from marion third from carterville third from marion and then maybe 10 percent from mccanda different places so everything we do i mean i have a presence in the we work at the the lighthouse we work at the marion food pantry we work at the heron house of carterville food so we try to do things in threes uh we we have the strongest presence at the heron house of hope because we help start that but then we also we also have a very 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 uh, strong presence in Marion as well. So we try to balance it out, but Marion's got some stronger churches able to do more over here. Heron's a little bit church fatigued right now, uh, church battered. And then we've got several other regional churches, you know, around us, Sunday Worship Centers, out here at Cornerstone. We're all sitting out here with people right. from all places. So I, I, I read all three of your papers. I really enjoy that because I catch my people in all of them. So I kind of have to do that. And I see the commonalities, but I really like being able to get the flavor of Carterville, the flavor of Heron, yeah. and the flavor of Marion. That's really nice. And I really like this, the, the, the Star Live, though, because it's just 
good stuff. I can grab it. I can, I can pirate it and show things at church and stuff like that. It, 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 do you get mad if we share it with everybody? No, in our church? that's every. You epi- like that? Every episode, Rachel's asking people to like, comment, share. We work really hard on this yeah. stuff. We work extremely hard on this stuff. A lot of time, uh, blood, sweat, and tears, and money involved in those things. So the more eyes that we can get on this stuff, Troy, the better. And you guys are doing this all from a Christian perspective. We talked about that in podcast one. Please go back and check that out. These guys are these guys are devout Christians. No, nobody here is flawless, but these guys, I, I watch these guys coming in and out of the coffee shop. Uh, my son's a partner in Crown Brew Coffee, and, and I'm around these guys. They're right around the corner there. They're right on that square. That's dangerous, We're, Troy. Yeah, yeah. They're too close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. These guys are in there a lot. The only person that's in there more than these guys is Haley. Adelini. And Haley goes to church here. Ben somewhere. He's our worship leader. Haley is our creative arts director, or our communications director. She's done all the graphics for this work and stuff. Beautiful stuff. Her husband did this table and the set. Yeah. Just it's wonderful. Beautiful. But yeah, Haley's got a residence in there. But I see you guys in and out there a lot. It, it's it's really become a hub. That downtown area, the the Crown Brew's just been great. They've got more mm-hmm. and more coming. I, we're going to get them in here. Uh, yeah. I, I can get, I was, you know what it's like trying to schedule my son for something right now? <laughs> my son is, guy. I know he's a busy dude. I, I was in their coffee shop with him. I, I, I literally said, hey, give me a second. I, I had two cowboys. I had two cowboys. I had Jeff and Daryl Shearer. Daryl's a member of our church. He run, He's the uh, the community faith church. Uh, what's our What's our ministry that we have that? The trail, what's that ministry called, Lucas, that we have? Happy Trails. And he runs our, our horse and live animal. Remember from the I thing? I remember that. Yeah. He was so cool. Daryl's an old school cowboy. Long handle mustache, cowboy hat, long, 99 degrees. He's wearing tw- flannel, you know. <laughs> they came in to meet me because we're going to talk about three things. Family fun day. We have animals. We're going to be live this year with virtual here. Yay. We're uh, Yeah, I love that. And then we got, the, we got listen, we got our own fall kickoff, which is coming up September 26th. And we do animals for the kids for that here. And then we got Christ event back. It's yeah. going to be a Mary. We'll tell you more about that later. But the Christ event re- requires tons of animals. Daryl is our animal wrangler, and he's got an entire ministry built in our church that works with that together so i was having my meeting to get him ready for these three dates and i said let's meet at crown brew he likes crown brew he likes a good hot cup of coffee you know and so we got in there he says well i want to have something different i said well then let's you and i get the strawberry lemonade <laughs> so we got the big tall strawberry lemonade jeff got jeff his co his co-wrangler he said i'll just take the black coffee espresso double you know <laughs> you know and then i said you guys want something to eat they got these fancy things called toasts <laughs> We sat down next to four girls next to us. They were quite uptown girls, you know, these cowboys. They got their toast. We got our toast. We got our beautiful classics, our Mediterranean. We got all the beautiful toast. And he, uh, uh, Daryl got the PB&J one. Loved it, loved it. And so they were comparing with the girls their toast. They ate it. So I wanted Josh to come and say, Josh, you got real-life cowboys here in Crown Brew. They're eating your toast, and they love it. He finally got with me about 20 minutes later and came over and said hi to the guys. It was like talking to a celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're doing amazing work there. So the, the town is bustling. Uh, the square is bustling. Things are happening. You guys, every time I turn around, I'm gonna let me show a picture of you guys. Every time I turn around, you guys are like like prophets. Uh, this picture here on the screen shows Riley and and Rachel at the Civic Center. And they're there for a state of the town meeting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys are getting the the knowledge, the the head knowledge. You guys got to feel where things are going. Tell me what are the major changes, issues, movements you see happening in Marion? I mean, come on. I, I want you to stretch yourself. I know what you guys told us there. We want some news that nobody's heard about. We want to make some news. <laughs> Give us just a little sniff of something or a little hope. Well, I mean, right where we're located downtown, you know, within the Crown Brew. Um, area of town like you were just describing right on the square uh, we moved there I like to tell you troy we were ahead of the curve uh, 20, you were you were there 2015 yeah we took a old storefront that before the pizza place before the pizza place before josh's place crown brew before wow. uh the little nashville that rachel just showed our viewers that's gonna be hot yeah that's gonna, gonna be, be really so cool um, yeah. before the city hall um city hall's moving to the old um, bank of marion building wow where first southern bank has been they're gonna move city hall uh Halfway around the square over there. So, Somebody says we're going to get a steakhouse down there. Yep, getting a steakhouse uh, next to the Civic Center over in that corner. So um, we were kind of, you know, trendsetters, if you will. Uh, you were ahead of the game. Still. You were but, ahead of uh, the game. But we're right in the middle of it. That's uh, one of our things. When, when my dad and I came together and, and decided that we were going to go into business together, we, you know, the – the other competitors in the area were either operating um, out of corporate headquarters in the Chicagoland area, or uh, you know there was a location out in the mall or out in, out in Carbondale, and and they were just 
um, not in the middle of things downtown like, you know, the old family newspapers used to be back in the day. And so we decided we wanted to bring that back. And it's been really cool to watch everything that we've seen happening around the town. These guys are at 1205 Tower Square Plaza. Yeah, it sounds like you could be like right in front of the Sears Tower or something big in Chicago. And you're you're right there in the heart of Marion. And, And when you started there, there was a minimal beat. There's a Perkin oh, beat right now. Troy, We're fixing to get some music beat. Yeah. Troy, I mean, there's six or seven Swinfords there any given day. And wow. when we first started, all five or six of us that were driving at that time could park a car right in front of our office. Now? Laterally. <laughs> yeah. Now? You can't get up your alley. I can't get down the alley. The artwork, the the whole demeanor, buildings being redone. Just we're gonna have fountains out by the clock tower. That was something at the the town hall meeting. At that meeting, the new, the new. So there's there's a lot of you know reinvestment and growth. The murals, like you mentioned, are are really cool. Um, There's a mural almost on the side of every building downtown. It feels like so. Right there where we're located, it's cool to watch that reinvestment in our past. But then uh, a lot of reinvestment in our future is going on. Uh, more out on the west end of town and uh, that was out at that meeting you know some some properties that uh, had seen better days Uh, motel marion um, had fallen on hard times it used to be a a place in the 60s and and 70s that was the the hotel but as as newer uh, properties have came to town and and out by the interstate and stuff it had turned into uh, not so good housing for the the poor and so uh, they they tore it down, and they're going to reinvest in that property, and then uh, continue in West out. I saw the wall. in in one of your pieces that we showed in episode one or two, you, you have a shot of the Marion Hotel in it. Uh, yeah. Was yeah. that is that in your end credits for the star, or was that in the commercial piece? Do you remember? Um, probably in the commercial piece. Uh, it's what turning back time that my dad. That, did. That's right. It was yeah. in the commercial piece. Hey, what's interesting about this now is you guys will now have to do a historical piece on the Marion Motel because it's gone. Yeah, that I would think be one's already out there. Is it already out there? Yeah. Well, yeah. now it's really gone. So yeah. Well, well yeah. I don't it's changed the look of the whole back into town there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think we had the update that it was gone. It was just more. Here's what it used to be, and now it's like. You know, a faint memory of the next generation will have no yeah. memory of No that. memory of it whatsoever. And yeah. so, you know, that's the same thing. I remember going to the days when, you know, the Illinois Center Mall had a food court and, you know, had, you know, tenants up and down. My sister and, and my younger brother, they don't they don't remember those days. So it's going to be cool to see how that property gets reimagined and the plans for that are really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, continuing out there on the hill, there's new construction, new restaurants coming. Um, we're getting a Texas Roadhouse right there on the corner of uh, – of 13 and um, Williamson County Parkway. Parkway. So that's going to be exciting to just continue to watch that and just thinking how much Marion's already changed in my 29 years here in town. You know, it's going to be exciting to see. The the caliber of people who I see doing it too, I see a lot of Christian men and women business people coming in. Mm -hmm. Uh, I see the tenor. I mean, we got good business, but I also see the tenor of it being good for community growth. It's development from people that are from here, and that's, that's the coolest thing to me. It's not... People uh, sitting in an office somewhere in California sending a check-in and saying that they want to franchise or pop up here, you know, and just, you know, invest. A lot of local people are the ones putting their money, keeping the money local, hiring local contractors. And like Aaron Smith, um, Mm -hmm. who's doing the little Nashville project, he's on the Johnny Logan College Board. He lives in Marion. He runs a business in Marion. He's the one reinvesting in that property. And and Mayor Mike Absher is doing a lot of that. He's a Marion guy. He's you know, big with his watermark auto group, and yeah. now he's running Marion. One heck like of a, a business. leader. One yeah. heck of a leader. And, and he's got be- a- And the best part of all of this is that they work together so yeah. well. There's not like a rivalry and tension and like stepping that. on toes. They're very much on the yeah, same team. Yeah, a perfect team example with the same of that. Heart and vision. One of the guys reinvesting downtown owns Marion Toyota, and, and Mike's a Ford guy, and they're working, working together. together. They're working yeah. together. What I like about these. Our, our leaders both, uh, especially I work a lot with Steve Fertini over in here, and we'll talk about here in a minute, and Mayor Absher, is they are available. As yeah. a pastor, mm-hmm. they are available to, to me when I've had need, when I've had emergency. They have checked on us through COVID, what, what resources we need. Uh, it's just been unbelievable. Their support, whether it's Marion United or whether it's been uh, the uh, Heron House of Hope, the support we've gotten is incredible. And, and the, I see these guys around just having coffee. Oh, you know, you'll see Mayor Absher sweeping the square. He's very accessible. Um, you know, it's not, you know, if but when, you know, you can talk to him and that kind of thing. And, so and the same magic, Cody, just doing too. a phenomenal job communicating and working with people. And they all practice what they preach, too. They Shopping do. local, staying 
in town as much as they can. And, and my wife and I have rethought almost every purchase we make now. We, we really have tried to get away. You know, it's easy to click Amazon a lot of times, and we really try not to do that when we can do it local, especially if we can do it small town, yeah. small business local. We try to do that. So, I, I mean, I had two business lunches at Crown Brew the other day. I, it is my son that, that owns that with Jared. But so, I mean, I was there at 10 and at 1230. I barely could get in the place. It's so busy. But <laughs> but I want to be where it's happening. So I want to go there. I, we were with you guys at the vault a few weeks ago. Yeah. Vault, vaults bustling and happening yeah. and I can't wait to see what else is going to happen we've got great food downtown there's just all mm-hmm. kinds of good stuff. Uh, Razzo's is that right did I, did I get that yeah, right down from Washington yeah. school the best chicken salad she did not pay for this she ought to pay for this but on the dock you would be a sponsor through our Patreon partner and do that but <laughs> they've got the best chicken salad sandwich I'm a chef i got a background in cooking and barbecuing they've got the best chicken salad sandwich I've, I've probably ever had wow. that's under six bucks I'll have to try it I'll have to try no their yeah. chicken salad Par none is phenomenal. Yeah, Rasmus. Nothing wrong with the burger. Nothing wrong with any of their other food. But the chicken salad is a star. Yeah. I mean, just a star. And I love that. We got good food, good things happening, and more is happening. Let me ask you, switch switch towns. Go over to Carterville with me for a minute. You guys are in there. You publish there. You've got the, the courier going on there. W- where do you see Carterville going? What are the issues over there? They've got John A. Logan community. Uh, they've got a, they They kind of had a, a moving downtown. They're a little stagnant right now. But at the same time, it's a place where everybody wants to go live. For sure. Carterville's got a lot of great things happening. They've got a really neat historic downtown district area that Beautiful. boutiques have been moving into. Uh, the sweatshop longstanding hometown pride gym is there. Uh, they're building that brand new ice cream shop. Oh, I'd be good. We need I, that. I group trip after this. Um, we need it. But so many great things are happening, and with the sweep of revitalization that's already happening in southern Illinois, I think all of these small towns are revisiting, like, what does this look like for us? How do we fit into this? How do we make this sustainable for us? How do we save what we already have? Right. And um, those are the questions that you're asking, and those are big questions to ask and to save those buildings well and all the research that has to go into that from you know, keep, an architectural and an yeah. engineering standpoint. And I know Carville's challenged with their infrastructure. They're an older town. They're having to redo a lot of their water and sewer and stuff like that. Well, and I think, yeah. you know, one of the issues we have sometimes reporting over there and bringing people the news over there, like you said, people love to live there. There's a lot of uh, great houses. Property value is really good. Part of, I think, sometimes what holds Carville back is it's maybe just a sleeper community, and it's just where people – maybe live but they don't maybe work there they don't necessarily shop there carville schools are outstanding yeah the, carville schools the are great fantastic programs are parks but yeah. sometimes Second. it's not as much hometown pride because it might just be someone that bought a house there because they need to commute to siu and, and they're just there for a season of their life or something like that so there are a lot of great you know, carville lions that have been there you know born oh, and raised yeah. that born bleed raised. you know carville Car- our carville sports coverage is always really popular but you have a lot of transplants in that town as well and people that come in for johnny we had, we had nathan emmerich in here to do a podcast it was outstanding already. Yeah. yeah so these are just you know volleyball coach from the three towns being within five to ten miles uh, of each other are so different well, you can step out to our intersection at 13 148 and one side's heron rural route Car- yeah. Car- Car- we were rural route carterville here until marion annexes so rural route carterville is across the street then heron we all three come out here yeah it's kind of like out yeah. west where you can step in four states at one time yeah it's, it's, absolutely it's, it's kind the, of bad, pot. the bad part about here is you can find the police from all three right here at the same time <laughs> it's not like you can't go across the line we've got we, you see marion out here you see heron you see energy what what, what major changes are you seeing happen in, in heron heron heron's my kind of native town i was First, when I was born, lived in Heron first time. That's where my grandparents lived. That's where Bill's from. My mom and dad, Bill and Kim, are from there. Well, I'm going to give you a piece of news. That now, This is a news story break for On the Dock. First time. Every Benetton that's buried in the ground, male Benetton, is buried in Heron. Wow. All the way back to the first Benetton that came from Italy. Man. Started in New Mexico here. They're all either in the Catholic or the or the Heron Cemetery. Yeah, Heron has that Italian presence. Yeah. And that's- Benetton. <laughs> Some really deep roots that run. Oh, for sure. And I think with Heron, Heron's kind of evolving. You know, it's there's been probably for, geez, Troy, you know probably better than me, over 100 years that Italian influence, the mm-hmm. mobster, the yeah. the Heron massacre, you know. Yeah, the, big that, sto- huge stuff. Yeah, that, that kind of stuff is, is how Heron got decisions done. You I know? keep waiting for the real big movie on that. <laughs> Just. <laughs> There's just been a different way of doing business in Heron. I think um, my my dad's dad, Don Swinford, who passed away a couple of years ago, he was mayor of Heron, a non-Italian. He'd moved from central Illinois down here and, and was like, 
that was breaking news that Don Swinford, a non-Italian, non-Heron guy, became mayor in the 1970s. There you go. And the early, in the early 80s. I forgot about that. So there's I just been kind of a transition. You know, Fratini, you know, has that Italian kind of name Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Heron's, you know, kind of transitioning from the maybe the, the old ways to some new ways. They're kind of modernizing the city a little bit. Um, cleaning up some parts of town. Other parts of town desperately need the cleaning up, um, desperately need um, some law enforcement to step Especially in. Especially on the height side, the back side. The, yeah. the, the, there is the crime and the, and the tremendous amount of drug-related crime. There's some codes issues that they need to Co- clean we up. We didn't see that, and I'm hoping that I, I would love to be a part of helping come up with some solutions think, for that. I think the current administration in Heron, you know, is doing a great job. And Me too. They're bringing, we've seen Arby's and Wendy's and some of these, yeah. uh, you know, bigger chains but you still got your louis and you still got your polar whip and you, you still got your long time energy's finest steakhouse i love <laughs> me some polar whip you still and got then, your your classic place sorry rachel you got okay. your you got your classic places but you got some new blood coming in as well and heron hospital right there in the middle of town growing and expanding yeah, all tremendous. the time so and heron house of hope right around the corner oh man there, we are bustling we're bustling there what i and like about bringing back the old traditions too with the downtown christmas we got to cover that Absolutely. in december the celebration of santa riding into town on the fire truck and giving people things to come back home for or to like this is heron what makes fest my came back this year after covid heron fest yeah, good is start still, back yeah, yeah. I, what i really like is steve for and his team in here and i great communication with me as a pastor here throughout the whole process with the Heron House Hope, always on the edge with us, helped us declare the place as a emergency feeding station. We just had just great access and great help. I, I really enjoy pastoring here. Probably if anywhere I've pastored, I pastored in Springfield area and in the metro east area of Illinois, St. Louis side, um, pastored down in Georgia and seminary. I, I, there's just as good a southern hometown feel as you get here as you would down in Georgia, honestly. Yeah. It's real. It's real. Pro, pro, how, about, how about the larger county? What do you see in Countywide, or at least maybe Southern Illinois, give us a little hint of that. I know it may be getting out of your stomping grounds, but you well, hear and, stuff. And one thing my dad and I talk about all the time is how all the leadership right now is really working together. And, and we just interviewed Rodney Cabinets, one of the Black Diamond co-owners, um, big with the Oasis development out there. And, and he mentioned that, too, that you've got SIU's administration, you know, SIU's in Carbondale, but it's not as much these rivalries anymore like, Marion's going to get this project to steal it from Carbondale, or we're going to bring this business to town so Carbondale doesn't get it. And some of those old um, bad feelings and, and rivalries, it's more like, hey, Southern Illinois got it. Southern Illinois won one. Um, how can we get people to the area that we can all benefit as a whole? And, and it's not a win for Marion. It's not a win for Carterville. It's not a win for Heron. It's a win for SI, and it's a win for the whole region. And everyone's, you know, hey, how can I help, you know, and, and the state, the state reps, um, I know Dave Severin was here and Dave, uh, Dale Fowler for um, Family Fun Day last year. Those yeah. guys are fighting for us in Springfield. Those guys, I, I want to say this, I'm, I'm, I'm not being political at all. I don't care who, which side they're from, but what I can tell you as a pastor in the trenches here, there wasn't hardly a day went by that either Fertini or Apsher, somebody for, Apsher or Dale Fowler or Dave Severin, somebody from my local government was reaching out to me each and every day, showing up, offering to help us with stuff. Oh, for sure. Whether it was family fun day or just checking in with us, are we able to get to go containers? Do we need this or that? We have had great local leadership around here. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that's making a difference in our community. Yeah, that's everyone, everyone's on the same page, Rachel. We see that yeah. through our office. Um, people aren't necessarily picking sides as much anymore is, you know, they're all rooting for the same team. Yeah. I know that they, they they see Mike Absher doing great things and like he can go sweep the square. What can I do to contribute back to my community? Absolutely. It's been fun to watch. I'm really, Hey, I want to show you guys real quick, a a 50 second commercial here. I know you can't, you'll be able to hear it on the, um, on on your setup here. I'm going to show it to you real quick. And then I'm gonna come back and hit you with three of our specially earmarked, roundtable discussion questions. So check out this. I want to promote Swin for me. This is a second chance for me to really kind of plug you guys. Wildcat Game Day is a production of the Swinford Media Group. Don't miss our weekly newscast, The Marion Star Live. Along with our other popular digital segments like Turning Back Time on our social media channels. And if you act now, you will receive 13 months of our weekly print publications, The Marion Star, The Heron Independent, and The Carterville Courier for just $45.
Print subscribers can also receive our daily email updates, packed with the latest news, sports, obituaries, and inside information from the Swinford Media Group at no extra cost. Subscribe online at SwinfordPublications.com. All right, you check that out. I want you to get onto their site. I'm going to throw that up real quick. I want you to go to SwinfordPublications.com. Check out their site. Get subscribed if you're not already. And with that subscription, you can get that. I love that daily email update. That's my favorite. Honestly, I get there every morning. And when I get it and I open it up and I'm not in the obituaries, I feel much better. <laughs> I feel much better. It's good to know who's there, too, because it, it, it's really blessed me some days to know who's, who's passed and yeah. we've lost people. And, and, you know, in this day and age, you know, we're a community here. We, 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 we want to know when somebody's hurt and when we've lost somebody. Yeah. You guys have lost people recently, too. You yeah. were saying to me earlier, mm-hmm. oh, oh, who, who's the guy you lost from, from Swin for Media? Yeah, Ron Emery uh, just passed away about a week ago. Um, Great guy in, in his kind of second career as he retired, he picked up photography. Very cool. And he had uh, some great equipment and uh, taught himself. He was even trying to get in with our Marion Star Live. He was wanting to learn video and video production and stuff, and the guy was in his 80s. Praise and, the Lord. Uh, he never stopped learning. Never stopped learning and was shooting for us um, as recently as um, February, February, March. He was yeah. covering the COVID vaccines, so that's how recent he was out there working for us. So uh, we'll miss Ron and all the yeah. self for sure. Yeah. I, now, listen, I go back a long way through my family. I'm uh, Josh will be Josh would be the fifth generation of Benetton men to live in this community. Wow. My great grandpa Charlie, before that Antonio Benetton, Grandpa Charlie, Grandpa Don. Uh, my dad, he lived here as a kid and went to school in Heron. Uh, you know, then then I I have so we're we're like five generations here. Uh, my grandpa's ninety nine and a half turns one hundred November sixteenth. Very active, still has still still drive, shouldn't but does. Wow. It's, it's just still very active. When when I moved here in nineteen eighty eight and t- took over the Benetton Insurance Agency, I was sitting across the street from Harvard Sons. And Leon's Wicks place. Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew these men very well, hung out with them, knew them. My grandpa was equal peers with them, town father, World War II guy, you know. And I, I remember when 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 Zwicks and Sons went into the mall, all that stuff. I I got most of my clothes here. Even when I lived in Memphis, we'd come up and get stuff. My grandma would dress us. Yeah. I remember my grandpa. They were discussing the move before Interstate Fifty Seven came through. We'd come through Cairo. We'd come up old 60. It was at 61. We'd come up here to get here. Yeah. yeah, we'd go through and get barbecue there in Cairo back back in the day. Yeah, back yeah. in the day, way back in the day. And I remember my grandpa saying they're discussing Interstate, this Interstate 57 coming through. And they were going to stick Interstate 57 with the ramp exiting directly into Heron. <laughs> did you know that? Mm-mm. It I was supposed to come between. You told me last week. It was supposed to come between. And the Sons, the Zwicks, the different leaders of the town thought Heron might lose the Carterville bedroom appeal yeah. and kind of pushed it a little bit, blew on it, and pushed it a little to the right. You know what I mean? I mean and that, it drops off into Marion now. That would have altered yeah. history crazy. I mean, yeah. It would be interesting to see it now if it came yeah. through here instead of Williams County Airport. You know, it would have looked a little different feel cutting out there. Mm-hmm. It, would have, it would have saved some people maybe a couple of miles, maybe. I don't know. You know how they do that. But I, I kind of look at towns when they make those decisions – Car- Heron was stunned for a long time as a result of that, but they're getting their breath back. But mm-hmm. I think part of that is because Marion, Marion's taken on a, a wind, a wind that is, I mean, Carbondale's in a different position. The university's not where it was. And, and, you know, Marion's now becoming the star. I think the name Marion star is great. <laughs> so right, let me ask these questions. I just was just pontificating there for you guys, but uh, <laughs> that's what happens when we're old, like your dad, um, deep platforming. I want to hear what you guys say because you, you're doing the Marion Star, and and you know you're on there anchoring, and you're just telling the news, and you're just telling the truth. You could be talking about yeah. anything from what's happening with the virus to what's happening locally to to you know I lost two people in my church. If you say the wrong things today, uh, you could find out tomorrow. You're not on YouTube. You're not on Twitter. You're you're not on this or that. Where are you guys at today on this whole? Uh, you could be ghosted. You could you could have so many followers and they just make your followers start disappearing. You can be boycotted. I guess somebody could decide because you printed this news that's truly news that because you just even talked about it, you could just talk about a racial issue in the community or whatever. And if you just said printed it out, but you didn't take a certain slant or, you know, you could be boycotted. How are you dealing today with the fear and the threat of that being so real and modern? I think it's being protective over what we produce and what we put out there and make sure it's vetted and we ask the right people and, we kind of talked about this in an earlier podcast, but Riley can speak more on this. Yeah, I think one of the best 
maybe compliments that my dad and I've ever received, Troy. We had someone during this last election cycle, which, as you know, on a nationwide schedule, the nationwide scale is just polarizing as all can be. Absolutely. We had someone come in our office and, and they said, I've been reading your paper, you know, which way do you guys swing? And then we were like, thank you. Because <laughs> they I didn't mean, know. That's good. Yeah, that's the news. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And so that's, we try really hard with that to, to not favor one side over the other, to tell both sides of the story. And, but like you said, one bad headline, one bad editorial cartoon, which happened to a, a local competitor of ours um, about um, the police uh, brutality that was going on and, and things like that, you know, can drop advertisers. You can lose readers. You can um, social one bad social media post, one bad typo, uh, one misspelled word, um, one wrong use of a phrase or something like that, racial insensitivity, you know, something like that. People can drop you like it's hot and you got to, you know, be careful with that right now because there's other options out there. Back in the day, if someone, you know, cut their news source, didn't have the paper dropped on their doorstep anymore, then you wouldn't have a, anything to read. But now, like, you know, um, on my social media, I've got probably 20 different pages that will tell me about the St. Louis Cardinals. Right. And, and so if one of them's not doing it for me, I'll go read about somebody else That's and right. have them tell me. And even... Troy, from a pastor standpoint, you know, on my wife's Facebook, you know, her and I share a Facebook account. We've got your church. Right. We've got my home church, Aldersgate. We've got my grandma's church. So we've got Methodist. We've got community of faith. Right. We've got Baptist. So we can get all these different views and we can come out and see your drive-in movie on, on a right. Sunday night. Absolutely. And, and, but we know, we know what's going on at all these different places and we can, you know, during COVID hop church to church online. And, and if one church isn't cutting for us, click and tune into somebody else so everyone's facing that nationwide right now because on instagram you got these influencers you know if if they're not entertaining for you enough anymore unsubscribe unfollow um youtube if you got a better youtuber that comes along click somebody else and so it's just gotten so competitive well right toward the end of school year we had a little issue with it with the the, the racial accusation in the school i thought they i thought they handled it well i know it brought some people into our community to do some local protesting on the square i I saw that a little bit it looks to me like it's kind of that settled down i think people in this community didn't want to get caught up in what was happening in the world they wanted to realize we all live together we could all talk to each other i thought i thought cooler heads had good conversation and found good ground yeah, and I didn't. I, I I really thought we got good information through that whole process. I was appreciative that I thought for a moment, are we going to get dragged into the rest of the world? Yeah, and I was so proud of Marion and, and Williamson County of just kind of working through it and, and getting back to you know let, let, let's take care of each other. Yeah, yeah. So it's real challenging. Let me ask you this: You mentioned earlier in one of the, uh, the 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 conversations that there's fewer and fewer points of view. With, with your, your dad pr- primarily talked about. With less local newspapers, less local, even broadcast media, the, the AP who gathers stuff from all the papers conglomerates it, refeeds it out, and pushes it out. Th- that means there's less stuff coming out. There's less variety coming out. It's more concentrated in the four or five big companies that own all these papers, and they may have very extreme. Uh, they may be much more biased to a certain viewpoint of what they put out. It seems to me there's there's a there, whether it's newsprint, whether it's TV, it seems like there is a is a. It, it, let me use this example. In 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 1992, I went to I- Israel. I went to the Dead Sea. Mm-hmm. The Dead Sea has no life in it. None. Okay, they didn't in 1992 because it's so saline, it's so salty. Matter of fact, you lay on it when you're fat like I am, you just float. You just literally <laughs> you sit on top like 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 just like just a butter on top of mashed potatoes, yeah. and you sit there. But when I went back again there in about 2000, it was interesting that where the water had, it had receded, I mean, massive differences. Resorts had to move. It has shrunk because less water is coming through the Jordan. It's getting down there. It's being used up for irrigation. It's all this stuff's happening. So what's happened, the Dead Sea shrunk more. And what I found out was I didn't even float. I laid on the water because the water had become more toxic and more salty and more saline. And so it was just, I mean, just, I mean, I laid on the top. It was, it was right. all, unbelievable. You, I couldn't have drowned myself if I tried. It just seems like as media TV news disappears, 
there's a, a toxicity that's developing with less points of view, less variety. We're less comfortable hearing other points of view, having discussion, being in relationship, having a conversation. How are we going to deal with that going forward and helping people? And, and uh, Rachel, you talked about this very good. We need to have quick news, condensed news. But how are we going to get people at times to get past the shallowness and get to the depth of things? So what, what do you see our challenges? How do we work with that in the future? Complex question. You can fix it. Well, I mean, I think, you know, there's less news sources, but everybody that is somebody and, and wants to be somebody also has their own outlets. Right. So, you know, all politicians have a Twitter, have a Facebook, have a YouTube. They're putting their own messages out there. So you're not getting reporting, which is doing, you know, the way I was trained in school to, you know, hear one side of the story, then go find the other side of the story and compare the two and, and like your analogy, see what floats to the top and see right. what, see what sticks. Right. Um, but you're not, you're not getting that anymore because you might just have, instead of someone calling a press conference that reporters from all sides, all parts of the world, all walks of life would come to and vet with the right questions and right. The, the right research. You're just getting straight from the horse's mouth sometimes. Right. And, and people are just latching on to certain quotes or, um, taking stuff out of context, way out of context, and, yeah, tremendous, and, and yeah. just with with the Twitter model of of limited characters, I think it's it's went up recently, but it's still not enough to tell all sides of the story. <laughs> so you might see one quote, and people are like, "Hey, did you hear what he said?" And, and and just like in the Bible, people can take Jesus's words out of context sometimes and twist them around or twist scriptures to mean different things. You can take quotes from the politicians and and the leaders of the world today. And, and, and paint them as, as good people or bad people, whichever way you want to take them. So, you know, as consumers, Rachel, you, you're a consumer. In addition, you're on both sides of the aisle. You consume um, the different blogs you read about makeup and hair and all those fun things that you follow. You've got to personally choose who's putting out things for the right reasons, right? Yeah. And uh, what you put into your mind and body. For sure. And being careful too about what you repost and put out there for other people to see like are you spreading the truth or are you spreading right. things that aren't the truth and being like another layer that you know filters things out too I yeah think I, I think that's a really good word because I, I i have begun where i chase everything back myself mm-hmm. i hear a quote and they say so-and-so said i will go find their twitter their telegram their instagram i will go look and see what have they actually said yeah. and you can if you take the time to to check your even as an individual you can almost source check somebody yourself at least back to their stream and then it'll let you know is this media source on track off track you know, is it a good source? The good thing about you guys is every time I, I track something, it's right on right on the nose, so <laughs> well, you're, and, you're safe. And there's so many ways, too, with Photoshop and oh, uh, yeah. digital altering of audio and sound and, and things like that and, and morphing old video with new video and things. You can make somebody seem like they were anywhere in the world saying anything you want to And then a lot of people are being judged by things they said 20 years ago mm-hmm. on Facebook Because nothing goes away. I, not, yeah, you, you did this Facebook shot when you were in high school, college, and now you're embarrassed. It was the end thing at the time, and now it's the out thing and you're held i mean and 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 you need to be responsible for what you did and we need to teens young people today need to understand your life is i mean when you're filming and video everybody's everybody's watching you yeah and it's out there so i think you guys being especially you rachel i mean being in the media today being being a personality that's out there somebody that's aspiring to be like you could destroy themselves with things they're doing right now that are just casual and fun and they really are just a joke you really have to almost filter kind of what what's said about you and a lot of that's what you put out there in the world to see being really careful and picky and protective over your social media and you know down to the emails you send and what you're putting out into the world so that it doesn't come back to haunt you it's it's one of the oldest things too like the role my dad plays as publisher um going back to the turn of the you know 1900s that used to be one of the most powerful positions in a community was whoever controlled the press, Absolutely. right? So even in this day and age with the roles Rachel and I played through our newspapers, but also our broadcasting is, you know, you got to understand the position of authority we have with, you know, our social media followings and, and things like that. One click, people trust what we say. People, you know, if we say mm-hmm. take a different route, that road's closed. 
well, if we're just making this stuff up, we're going to send people down a, a longer route that they didn't need to take. Or if we say potentially cause accidents, if we say hurry, right. hurry, Troy's serving barbecue at, at the community <laughs> of faith, get out there, get out there. But Troy's not actually cooking. You know, he's going to have a bunch of angry people knocking on his yeah. door. So we got to be careful what we put out there. Because that, of the number of things people can choose, yeah. there's also a responsibility to be accurate. Exactly. There's you a know, trust. There is a trust. I think there is in the media. I think there is like with medical profession. You know, there, some of those professions are just kind of self-regulated and people learn who, who to trust. And I, I do think a lot of that's been shaken because one of my questions, and we'll, we'll kind of probably wrap, wrap with this, is, is there's a lot of news today and there's a lot of propaganda. Mm-hmm. Help us understand the difference between what you would define as news and what you would define today as propaganda, because there's a lot of papers, there's a lot of media that appears as news, but if you really think about it, it's very propagandized. Right. Can you help me with that? You you got the teaching in the background in college and that? Yeah, so like, you know, true news, like what we, we try to put out there with our three products and our, our social media and things, we're trying to inform. We're trying to give people something that they can learn from whether it's coming events, the obituaries, like you mentioned that you haven't been in yet, Troy, thankfully. Thank God. And uh, the police reports. I'm ready and saved. (laughs) Amen. The, the police reports, the marriage licenses, the court, the court documents, the legals that run in our classifieds. We're trying to inform the community. The propaganda would be to entertain the community and, and their sole purpose is entertainment value, shock factor, um, and making making money off of um, the shock of, you know, does Elvis still live? Right. Um, those headlines. And you won't believe who cheated on who and who married Rachel who. Rachel calls that clickbait. So so you yeah. think a lot of clickbait, people confuse and think it's really a new source or it's an information point. You might, sure. yeah, or, it may be entertaining. Or, or the term that's been floating around, fake news. Oh, man. <laughs> There's so much today. It's just something else. I Just just an old thing. I'll just tell you, this This was for our viewers out there. We always want to help people propel their faith out of the shallows into the deep. I would just want to encourage people. Number one, you need to get with the Swim for Media Group. You need to get you need to get their publications in your community here. You need to get the, their daily email updates. Get on the live because they're going to give you a good solid source. But here, here's the catch. What I like is you need to source your own stuff too today. Mm-hmm. Use your phone. The phone can be wicked and the phone can be powerful. It can be a source to let you quickly calibrate to see if things are true or not. You can do your own research back to people's sites and stuff. But what I really want to encourage people to do is when I first started in ministry, I would get calls by people. I mean, pastor, so-and-so died. And, and I would call the family or run to the hospital. I did this probably four times. I was <laughs> stupid. I should have figured it out in a second. And I would show up there and call and say, I hear so-and-so died. Well, they're right here. You want to talk to them? <laughs> I had it happened to me four times in about a, a year and a half period. And very quickly, I got smart and I thought, never again. When people call me now and tell me something like that happened, I call right to the family of the source. And I say, I just heard so-and-so. Is there any I, – I verify. I check it out. I, I've quit jumping in the car and driving to yeah. St. Louis on, on a whim. You know, I, I have to validate to make sure I don't do something as a pastor irresponsible. I had to learn that news got out there so fast that people – would put rumors out that weren't validated and it was like the telephone game. And and I think it's true. Like the news is almost the telephone game today. You need to find the sources that are solid. And then if you're vetting a source, check them out a little bit. And then, you know, you know, you build chips. You guys have built so much chips. I don't check anything out at this point in time because (laughs) I trust you. And that's part of building. But if you, if you make that mistake, you lose chips fast too. Well, and the thing that we've also tried to do through our products is involve the community a lot with helping us get out the messages that they need to get out there. Yeah, so absolutely, you know, we encourage um, clubs and organizations, churches, um, youth groups, youth organizations, teams to keep us in the loop. Um, you know, even though we might give off the vibe sometimes that we know everything we don't. So um, by, by helping feed the information that is the truth through us and through our channels and helping use our platforms to get out the messages that people want to get out, um, can help people properly stay informed so those rumors and those those accusations and things that Troy's talking about um, lay in the weeds and don't get out there because if, if you're just trusting, you know, people just to figure it out on their own, um, people might make assumptions and things like that. So uh, you got to be careful sometimes. Matthew 18.6 says, well, go check the source. Go right to the person to find out first. I think that's a good work. We can all be our own reporters of our own actions first and make sure we validate the source. Yeah. Rachel, any, any last words? 
Thank you for having us. Well, it's, it's been, been a pleasure great. to have yeah, you guys. Hey, look, guys, look on the screen. SwinfordPublications.com. Check out their stuff. Get connected. They got lots of Facebook presence. Marion Star, the Independent, Carterville Courier newspaper, and the Heron Independent. You can go to Instagram at Marion Star Live at Swinford Publications through YouTube, and you can again email Riley Swinford at Gmail if you got any questions.com. And they've got a presence right there in Marion for all their Swinford Media Group. That's their headquarters. You can reach them that way at twelve oh five Tire Square Plaza on the pizza side mm-hmm. of it you go on that side what is that what do you say northeast, north, northeast side northeast corner yeah and then uh, you can always uh, r- write them come by and see them you got the information on the screen you can check that out also on our uh description in the podcast we've been glad to have you guys riley thank you so much rachel so much thank uh, you thank you guys we're gonna get you guys back in here again and again we'll be working together very soon for family fun day on the doc.org you get more information about us you can also email us at info at on the doc.org we've got three main platforms youtube itunes spotify but we also got our our platform partners at google podcast facebook roku rumple and sermonette and reach out to us through our social media presence at facebook instagram telegram and twitter we'd love for you to give us a shout out about these programs find out more about it you'll see links and stuff and then when you find our platforms and stuff hit subscribe like share comment hit notifications so you'll know when we're putting out new stuff and you can always become a sponsor or a partner check that out at patreon become a on the dock with pastor troy partner or sponsor check those details out and look if you don't have a church home these guys go to marion aldersgate they'd love to have you over there 8 30 on sundays 10 30 on sundays as well great church good people now uh, you work at you, you, children's ministry still or are you in it or out of it I, i'm out of it you now. Know? that's how you got connected. she does some uh, coaching and coach. coaching. Yeah. I've, I've just grown with the kids right as like, you've grown up <laughs> with them absolutely aged up a little bit great church check it out but if you don't have another church home you want to check us out as well uh, we're at community faith church we're broadcast out of a studio here that's uh, you can check us out Sundays, 10 o'clock, 6.30 on, on Wednesdays. And we have church there going on. And you can check us out on our live campus or our virtual campus at coftv.com. We have a Facebook and a YouTube presence as well. We'd love to have you. Thank you guys for being with us again. It's been a blessing to have the Swinford Media Empire with us. And we're, we're blessed to have you here. Join us again real soon at On the Dock. Our broadcasts go out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Check out our next podcast and don't miss anything. You want to be here with us on the Dock with Pastor Troy.